Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Class 1A podcast. Today, we are going to be diving into what the My Hero Academia series looks like in 5, 10 years, and if it's going to stand among the great of some previous anime series, such as Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, and more. Dylan, how are you doing today? I know last week I pretty much said no one cares, but this week I'm going to ask, why not? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you so much for asking, Andrew. How are you doing today? Oh, not too bad. I just figured we should at least ask since you will be taking over the majority of this episode. So this is going to be a lot of kind of your brain style. This is an idea you came up with, which I love the idea. Super fun to get ready for. So I'm going to hand this off to you here in just a second. But before I do start talking about all the previous anime and if My Hero Academia is going to last, if you are looking for My My Hero Academia content, make sure to go over to class, youtube.com slash class one A to stay updated with everything that we do. Or you can find most of our actual Saturday episodes over on podcasting platforms. Anything you want from Spotify, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I don't even know what else there is out there, but it is on there. And if it's not, please let us know whether it's on Twitter, YouTube, whatever. But with that, Dylan, let's jump right into the episode and cut the intro short. And what are some series, before we start talking about if My Hero Academia is going to be lasting that we said I talked about a couple at the beginning of the shows, but let's talk about a couple that have lasted, a couple that are kind of the borderline, maybe even one or two that just, in our opinions, did not last. Yeah. So before we like start talking about like the like the episodes or the shows that have like really lasted throughout time, I just want to like talk about our perspective real quick. So we're coming at this from like in a like an American North American perspective of like mm-hmm. we don't live in Japan, so like our our tastes are a little bit different, and like what we see day to day is a lot different. Uh, and then also, I think. This is going to be really good because you are, I mean, at this point, you've been watching anime for quite a while, but like, I would say you're still newer. Like yeah, you got into anime. four or five years, probably. Yeah. You got into anime like later in life. Uh, and then I got into anime super, super early, like a, like Toonami as a kid kind of thing. Uh, so I think we have a like, good balance there. Uh, and I think you can pick up on trends that I might not be able to see just because I lived with it so, for so long. Yeah. Um, but the, the shows that we're really talking about here are ones that have aired and have continued to stay in our culture for a really long time. So the ones that really stick out to me are shows like One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, uh, Sailor Moon, or even like going through like maybe JoJo's, like something that stayed around for a really, really long time and has kind of like lived in, in, in the culture of anime for so long. And the question here is, does my hero live among these in 5, 10, 20 years time? Because like Dragon Ball aired like, I think the the first episode or the manga of Dragon Ball came out in like the 70 or 80s, like super, super long time ago. But, you know, you can go like all over the place and still see DBZ merch everywhere. You can still go uh, to Mexico. And whenever there's like a big special coming out, you see like the big, huge ads like on the, on the buildings and stuff like that. Uh, so I, I think that's really interesting. I want to know, are we going to see the same for my hero? Yeah. And before we even kind of go into that, I mean, I think, Naruto is definitely the one that I think I see the most of it. Like when I think of a series that lasted, yes, Boruto is still going on, but I think taking that out of the fact that that never happened, I think Naruto, it's still just the one I see the most. I mean, there's new merch lines being announced for it every single day. I mean, people, I mean, the number of TikTok trends that come out of it, the number of times I see Itachi pop up on a, on a daily. I'm sure I'm in the anime sports more, but I don't see anyone talk about anime more than, um, Naruto, and I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think some of this kind of gets a little there. Like, we mentioned JoJo's. Well, I think it is a cultural phenomenon. I think it's going to stay. It's still airing. We just had a new season a week mm-hmm. ago, and I think some of it kind of gets choppy, and even when we're going to My Hero Academia conversation, it's going to be a little bit hard because the 
manga is more than likely going to end sometime this year. We've already had that confirmed by Horikoshi, but the anime is still going to go on for three, four more years at least. So I think that makes it hard, but I think we can talk more about that when it gets there. But I think, yeah, I think Dragon Ball Z, I think One Piece, I think um, Naruto are probably the three big ones. I think shows even like Hunter x Hunter. I mean, yes, it's kind of had that weird, it's not really finished. The manga could pick back up at any point, but that's not why it's popular. People still highly recommend it. New people are checking it out every single day. I think the same with um, shows like uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. So I think there's a lot that have lasted and it's harder. We even kind of look it up before this. Like, it's easy to remember the shows that last. It's hard to remember the shows that just were supposed mm-hmm. to be huge and didn't even go. Like, I don't even know what it is. Like, even like Gundam to an average anime fan, I've watched a little bit of it. I still know what it is. I still know about the culture. So you can't say that failed, even though we're not talking about it here. So I don't think either one of us could get a really good example of a show that failed. It just yeah. went on and did its thing and it went away. Yeah, I, I think the one that we were talking about really, but like before the show was like Bleach. Bleach is a really good example of something that like did well, but like also kind of fell off a little bit. So like people still remember it and people still love it, but they don't love it in the same way. I think the only reason why we're seeing the resurgence uh, was just because of more coming out about it. Because like when it ended, when the anime ended, the manga ended, we saw like some merch, people still like holding on to it. But for the most part, people kind of forgot about it a lot. Yeah, and I, I think kind of a good way to think about it is I think Bleach is still on the borderline case. Like they made Jump Force or whatever, and there's multiple Bleach characters in it still years afterwards. And I think that's kind of a thing. In 10 years from now, what characters would be in a anime fighting video game? And I think Naruto would be there. One Piece would be there. Dragon Ball Z would be there. Hunter x Hunter, probably a Bleach character or two. And I do think My Hero Academia will go into it as we kind of start moving into those care, kind of the My Hero Academia conversation is, I do worry about the series after it ends. I think how they do spinoffs or how they do additional content is going to be a big decider on if the show is going to last five years, 10 years, 25 years, forever. I think Dragon Ball Z will be talked about anime till the end of time. I really do think it's past that point now. Probably even One Piece. I think those are kind of ex- and Naruto as well. I've all extended that kind of barrier. But I think in order for My Hero Academia to do that, they not only need to end the end, uh, nail the ending of the manga. I think the anime needs to continue to keep doing well, but I think they're going to have to push the boundaries more after the main series ends. Whether it's a spinoff, whether it is um, a natural follow-up, a next generations type show. So I feel like if My Hero Academia just ended and did nothing after that, I think ten years from now it would be in trouble. No, see, I, I think the problem I have with that is. Uh, then it becomes about more of like the My Hero IP rather than the character. So like when you think of Dragon Ball Z, you don't go, oh, I think about the franchise of DBZ. You go, no, I think about Goku. I think about Gohan. Like I think about these characters, right? Same thing with One Piece. You think about Luffy or like Naruto. You think about Naruto. Like you think about the main characters there and that has the staying power. Because if you have a show that has spinoffs and still stays culturally relevant um, while changing the characters through generations, you just have Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, even though Yu-Gi-Oh oh. is Yu-Gi-Oh, and, like, we all kind of remember Yu-Gi, like, from the original, like, it, it becomes less about, like, him and, like, remembering that character and that original set of characters. And instead, it's, like, this nebulous IP that, like, has, like, generations upon generations into it of, like, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but it just changes the way I think we feel about it. Uh, I think you could say the same for Pokemon, too, of where, like, 
instead of having it like be revolving around Ash, like even though we still have him as a character all the time, it's more of like about this franchise instead. And, but I, I think, yes, that does make a very good point. And I guess I have no idea how Dragon Ball Z works. I know there's like 18 series. I think of Dragon Ball Z kind of like how I think of Gundam. Well, I mean. Nope. They're all the same characters. Are they, they really? All, they, I had no for, idea. For, yeah, been... for, the, for the most part, they kind of stay the same line of like, Goku's always kind of around. Like he's still kind of the main character for most of it. Um, and it's mostly like the, the tertiary characters around him and like the villains that really change. So let's bring Gundam into the conversation then, because mm-hmm. Gundam is a good example of that, where it has storylines of the same characters going on for a couple different shows, but eventually it does get kind of mixed up. I think the canon's kind of all over the place. I think there's all connections there. Obviously it's the same world, same kind of origins, but I think there's still some disconjoinment between all the different series there. Yeah, I... But would you consider that a series that have been around for five, ten years? Like, yes, the IP that's strong, but it's still you still know Gundam. Yeah, um, but I would say it is more of the IP because, like, the the best way to think about Gundam uh, is like it's it's like the anime version of Star Wars, of where you think about Star Wars and there are certain characters that light up in your head, um, but it is a bigger IP with a lot of stories, a lot of characters, and whatnot. And I think that's like a good kind of comparison yep. for Gundam of where. It's more of a more about like the the cool sci-fi world that it builds that has memorable characters like Shar Aznavel or has really cool like mechs that you remember. But at the end of the day, it's like this cool uh, kind of sci-fi universe, the same way Star Wars is. And I'm okay with that being my Hero Academia, though. I think is maybe why I kind of recommended that at the start is that I love the world that My Hero Academia has built more than Hunter X Hunter. More than I mean. Naruto is probably it's probably close with Naruto as well but I would love spin-off series of Naruto as well too like I think I would love those franchises I think that might be getting away a little bit from where this conversation is but after the main series of My Hack Dame is over if we never touched class 1a's and Deku's journeys and had 18 more spin-off series that like hey there's mentions of like it's a 10-year time jump and Deku's number one hero and stuff kind of like that like I'd love that I'll be kind of connecting this but Give me a story about three young kids, like starting the agency at super young and kind of building up and going through tribulations of that. Give me the vigilante spinoff. Like I think for me, I love the IP as much as I love the main series. So I think for me, how I see the main series going, I mean, I think all might Deku, Bakugo, Todoroki. I think those four in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years are going to be around. But I don't think that necessarily means much beyond it. I think of that kind of as Bleach. I think in 10 years from now, um, Ichigo is still going to be known. The sword, all that is still going to be well known. But that doesn't mean Bleach is remembered very well. I think those four characters are going to withstand time regardless Mm -hmm. of how the rest of the series stands up. Yeah, I think that is really important of like, the characters have to be incredibly good and recognizable and you have to be able to latch on to them. And I do think My Hero does have that going for it. Horikochi is so good at making these like, memorable characters like you can take anyone in the series and silhouette them and for the most part you could probably guess who it is Uh, i I think he does such a good job of being able to make these distinct characters that i actually kind of do agree i think it does have the staying power uh the the one thing i i I do want to to touch upon is that a lot of these series that have staying power is because um, people grow up with it originally and when they mature it kind of matures with them in a way of where it's not like a a kid's show really anymore of like DBZ, right? Like you grow up with DBZ and you get older and it still has that like edge to it, right? It still has that interesting edge to it. And I would say the same for Naruto and One Piece of like, um, they have this edge to it 
Uh, and I'm wondering, does my hero have enough of an edge to keep people around like that? So I think one, what helped with that, I obviously going back to Naruto's, they did have the Shippuden series. I think without Shippuden, that wouldn't have happened, but you could have just made it all one big show and not call it a Shippuden and split it up. So I think that's kind of a cop-out answer there. But I think in recent chapters, it does. I think it's getting better. Obviously, we're not going to talk about anything that's happening, but I think as the series has gone on, it has felt less like, oh, school festivals, all that kind of stuff, Deku being hurt without any repercussions. Now, if Deku got hurt, it felt like it would be very detrimental to everything happening. So mm-hmm. I, I do feel like it has grown up a little bit. And I, I want to talk about villains in a second here, too, because I think that's a big part of a series standing point. But I do think it's getting better. I think not enough time has been in this more kind of dark, kind of more gritty and growing up because the series is ending in a year. I think if it was like this and we still had a year or two left of the manga, I think that'd be great kind of as people are going up. But I feel like this gritty, darker time is going to be short. I feel like we're going to wrap it up the story. Then there's going to have to be a little bit of happy time afterwards because that's just kind of how, unless I guess it doesn't have to be. I mean, everything could go horribly wrong, but you have to assume there's going to be a little bit of happy time afterwards, which I don't know. I worry about that a little bit. And I think how they kind of portray some of that in the manga. A lot of people were, I mean, the anime, a lot of people were worried about um, the villain's arc that it wasn't going to be portrayed kind of more dark because that was a start of kind of this more dark turn in my academia. And they did a great job of that. So as long as they're able to keep doing that, I think that'll help with that more maturity. But if they censor a lot of stuff or try to bring it back down to earth, catering to a little younger audience, I would worry about that as a big kind of dink on the show. So I actually want to throw a wrench in this and get your thoughts on this. Um, because we talked about a show, like a lot of saying power has to do with like the show just being along. Like it just goes a long time. Like Naruto went a really long time. It's still going on because it's part of it. So um, same thing with One Piece uh, and same thing with DBZ. Now, we also talked about something have a li- little bit of an edge to it and that helps it stick around. I want to I want to throw a wrench in all of that. Because I want to talk about Sailor Moon. Because Sailor Moon is sticking around. And Sailor Moon, it, in hindsight... It was it was very short. It didn't last that long. Like like in terms of airtime, like I know there's like a reboot now and whatnot, and uh, little things have come up here and there. But for the most part, it was the main series came out, and that was it. That was the main series. But that has such incredible staying power. Of like, I don't know if it's the characters being so iconic, if it like really like kicked off the magical girl genre, like what it is about it, or if it would just like hit 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 this year, like hit hit like the. Uh, like the scene in such a perfect time for people to latch onto it. I don't know what it is, but like that I think goes against all the stuff we've been saying because like it came out, it did its thing and people just continue to love it for a really long time. I think part of it's different genre as well, though. I mean, DBZ, although those are all shown. So, I mean, I think that kind of relies on arc that requires the big battles and all that kind of stuff. And I haven't actually seen all sailors moons, but the general story and what they're trying to do is, there's not major trading arcs in it. There's not build up like it kind of comes in. It does its thing while every other series you've been building up and kind of powering up with the characters. While there's a little bit of that from Sailor Moon, from what I understand, it's not near as much. So for a shonen to be able to do it, you have to make the entire power up stage great and going along with the character, making you care from when you first meet the character to when the story ends or when it keeps going on versus Sailor Moon. You just had to really enjoy the story and the characters in it because it was iconic. Everything about it was, I mean, yeah, you're right. The memes are still around. People are cosplaying it all the time. So I do agree that it goes against everything we can, but we also can't compare it against the likes of, it's just different genres. But, but, but also we, we can't, pull, we're not pulling out any other examples. Like we, we didn't set the barrier on ourselves to only no. talk about, about Shonen 
we just went to that because like those are the shows that ended up sticking around because we try to break outside of that. Um, all of our examples are a lot different. Like Full Metal Alchemist, it, it borders the line. I, I you could probably argue it might be Shonen, uh, maybe not. Um, but I still think like that doesn't really hit that same that staying power of like it stays around. And it's an anime that like you get an anime and people are like, oh, this is the first thing you have to watch. Oh. Um, but it, it it doesn't hit the same kind of you don't see it on shirts everywhere. You don't no. you, you don't you don't see people like constantly be like making like TikTok videos about it. Kind of like, like uh, Toradora for like your first uh, romance anime. Like that's what yeah, everyone exactly. recommends for that. And and yeah, so I, I do kind of agree with that. And like, I don't know, like, what do we think about something like um, one of my favorite shows, Bunny Girl Senpai? Um, like, I think that is a show that has also come in, done a thing and had the one movie there. And it's kind of, it's still popular. People talk about it. People do cosplay that a lot. I think more just the general bunny girl costume versus my, but I think that's another one that I don't think is quite to Sailor Moon level, but it just came in, did its thing and it's popular enough. Yeah. But, and I, I would say like, I think Tordor like takes it to its extreme of where like, Taiga is such like an iconic looking character. You can kind of throw on anything. Like, um, oh my gosh, I, I see uh, I see photoshops of her in like uh like pictures with a bunch of just like Russians just squatting and she has like an Adidas tracksuit on. Like I see stuff like that. And so like I, I would say like maybe she sticks around a little bit more, but that's just because she's so iconic. Yeah. And I think that is a, a big point of this of like you need to have these characters that are like um literally almost like uh like fantastical of being able to stick out and be so iconic because otherwise they're like a character that's recognizable but they don't like they don't pop uh, you know because like a, a slice of life character is not going to pop the same way that goku pops yep. right of like like you see goku you can see like uh you can take a square like a like a one by one square of any part of them and instantly your entire brain lights up and you go that's goku yep. like i know that's goku um as opposed to slice, slice of life characters which I think has to do with the same power as well of like that, that, that iconic look really, really drives it home. Yeah. And kind of going back to characters on the flip side, I think it has to have good villains. I mean, I think I hear more talk about the Naruto villains than I hear talking about the actual main cast. I mean, every single day there is like I was talking earlier, there's an Itachi post. I think Madara, I think Obero, I think pain, even like some of the moments from there. I think that's what also makes the series so iconic is that you can relate to both sides. There are people from kind of both sides, whatever mood you're in or whatever you're kind of into that you can really enjoy. I think um, even I don't know much about One Piece, but I mean, there are characters that I can instantly recognize. Not, not One Piece, um, One Piece I know nothing about. Um, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, like. The Mewtwo yeah. looking motherfucker, the big pink dude, like um, Piccolo, I think is even a villain at one point. I don't even know who the villains are, but like there are just bad people in the series that I can instantly recognize without knowing anything about it. And that's really saying something because there's so many posts about it. There's so many people talking about it. And I think that is going to be one of the things that I worry about most with My Hero Academia. I don't think in five years, I will look back on any of the villains in the series and give a shit. I think Shigaraki might get there by the end of the series. I think all for one is fine, but if Shigaraki doesn't come to fruition as a really good villain in the next, however many chapters we have left and over the last couple of years of the anime, I think that's going to hurt it dramatically. Yes. It's all about Deku's story being the strongest, but you have to care about the villains just like you did Naruto. Even the very first arc ever in Naruto, you care more about the villains than you do about Naruto and the crew. And that's what got me hooked right away. You don't have that at 
any point. You kind of get some of what the villains are saying here and there, like gentle. I think it's probably the best villain because it's the only one I've related to the entire series. So I, I, yeah. I do worry about that. I, I totally agree. And I think a lot of these characters, they have to look cool. Like, like it, it sounds kind of cheesy, but I, I think that's true because you think of all like the villains that people really gravitate towards. They look cool. Like they look like characters you 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 want to hold to the same standard as like the main hero, right? Of like you see Final Form Cell and you're like, he looks like a badass. Or like like you see like um I I, I think from my hero you don't really see that at all because it's like gentle. It's like okay, well he's not really that cool. And yeah, it's like overhaul. The close, he just the had a mask is overhaul. And he the just had a mask overhaul. And, and yeah, and and I think I think and, and that's like the the point there is like overhaul overhaul and Shigaraki are the closest, but like. I don't know, like overhaul's like okay, it's like he, he's pretty cool, but like, does, will he be iconic enough to stay around in fifteen years? Um, I, I don't really know, but like, I I, I think you need characters like that because hey, hey, who cares about gentle? I think Toga's the most iconic villain right now, with Dobby and Twice kind of right around there too. But you don't you don't like them because they're good villains. You like them because of their characters. That Horikoshi's done such a good job of building out these three characters that no one would care if they're on the good side or the bad side. They love their personalities. They love what they're doing. Maybe a little bit has to do with them being villains of why people love them so much. But for me, I don't like, obviously Toga is a villain, but I just love Toga as a character. Her scenes are great. Her interactions are great. Even how she acts with how her personality is all lines up perfectly to make her a great character. I don't think of her as a great villain yet. So now, and one, one thing I also do want to talk about is like, what, wh who's my hero up against right now at this point for staying power? Cause like the ones that like instantly light up in my head is demon slayer, my hero and black clover. I mean, attack and Titan Jojo's. Yeah. I think, I think Jojo says, I think Jojo says, but that's because it's, it's, it's a, it's a forever show. It's like, what I, the fuck is that show? I've been yeah, watching it's, through it. It's, it's, a, it's a forever show it's iconic uh like the characters are incredible it has ties to like pop culture like i i think that's an easy staying power show um attack on titan so right now as we're recording this we're in the final season of the anime andrew and i are both watching we both love it i think it's the ending if this if they nailed this ending it, it's a it's an eternal show yeah i agree so i i definitely agree that that's kind of borderline there too but yeah i agree i think right now I don't know. It was right now week for sure. I guess I don't have him watching enough Black Clover. I think Dr. Stone kind of gets thrown in the Shonen category. I mean, but I don't think that's anywhere near anything else. Um, no. I, I, I don't, Shield I don't, Hero. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think there's no. much right now. I think for the main ones, there's only Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer, which has already ended this manga, and it's going through the seasons pretty quick. Like, I don't think that only has one, two more seasons left as well. Like, that'll be I, over in a heartbeat. Yeah. I think I think Demon Slayer is going to live in the uh, Full Metal Alchemist kind of camp of where it is going to be this like really good encapsulation of something that's not too long, but something that is just really good of where you just go, just just consume this thing, just consume this thing. You're not going to see, you might not see uh, uh, Tanjiro in like t-shirts and stuff forever, but like maybe, like like they 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 have some inklings there. Um, I, I think I, a I no think scale. You'll see a no scale a lot longer than you see. Um... Whatever, I can't think. I'm blanking. Yeah, I, mean, I was also thinking just like all all of the uh, the different like clothings and stuff, like the possibilities there. But uh, JJK, maybe JJK. Yeah, JJK. I I think JJK is almost the next generation. Like it's the first one of kind of this next generation of sh shonen. Because I feel like mm -hmm. yeah, Demon Slayer. I mean, it's hard because I mean 
you gotta think of the manga i think the manga is still going on for a while with jjk which will help um so i i don't know yeah i think we're kind of i don't think there's gonna be big generational breaks anymore i think there's just gonna be always ones but yeah jjk is the only new shonen to really come up recently and i think once my hero ends i think once demon slayer is over in the anime i guess i think I feel like there's going to be a gap. If a couple new shows don't start up, I feel like there's going to be a gap soon that JJK is phenomenal. And one of my favorite shows, I'm literally wearing a JJK shirt right now, but I don't know if that's enough for me to, to fill the gap of attack a Titan demon slayer and my hero academia, all of which I'm consuming kind of right now, plus other anime. So I think we need a new generation and it's crazy that one piece is going to outlast a second generation of fucking shonens. But, uh, yeah, just a, a, a forever series that's going to go on. It's it feels like it's never going to end. Um, but somehow, still, it's still good. It's still good. I have no idea. Maybe I'll watch that one day. Probably not. Um, and, and also, I just I want to I want to call to a point uh, a series that um, both of us do not have a lot of experience in. Uh, but just to make sure that we don't have any haters out there, is we remember the series. Case closed. Detective Conan. Yeah, that is a, a show. That is a series that is. I know going nothing on about that show. It is like one of the longest running series of all times. Really, um, it's it's huge, it, 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 but it's like one of those things I don't think penetrates like like North America that much. Um, but just wanted to uh, recognize it because I know I know a lot of people out there watch it. They're they're into it. Yeah, we get it. We get it. It's very good, and it's going to be around for a long time. But I think one of the big reasons is because it just it's it's just going on. It's just going on. It's never going to stop. Yeah, I mean, I think if you kept putting on my hero academia episode to the next 10 years it'll stay popular for the next 10 years i really think it's, it's at that point of a series you have to tell a good story still but i think you could do filler arcs i think they could just literally do all the team-up missions i think they could literally end the main series and just say hey we're doing team-ups which is previous encounters of all your favorite characters kind of interacting i think like you could make that last forever but it doesn't necessarily mean that's going to make mm -hmm. it better but and i don't think horikoshi will no i i i, I don't know there's just like this this sense that I get from Horikoshi of like a lot of the stuff that he talks about that I don't think he wants to stick with the series forever. No, he's um, wanted to end it multiple times. <laughs> yeah. It, he, I think he wants to be done with it. Um, I think he'll probably authorize some spinoffs, but I think he really wants to work on new stuff. Uh, I don't think he wants to be one of these, these mangaka that just sticks around with their series forever and is kind of like cursed with it. Uh, and luckily I think Shonen Jump has evolved as a company of where they don't do that anymore. Like we're not going to have like, uh, like the Death Note uh, thing of where the author wants to end it, but he's but but uh, Shonen Jump's like no. Yeah, going. like they let Demon Slayer end at the peak of its popularity, like right during or right at the end of like season one, and like when they ended the manga, like dude, you, there's no more bigger time to do it than then, and they let him do it still. So I agree that if he wants to end it, he can. But he also has been good. He's he's authorized vigilantes. Like he still could, like he still overlooks all of it, but that is a completely different author. So I think he'll at least be good that if there's really good stories, someone else wants to tell in the My Hero Academia universe, that they still will happen, which is yeah. really good to hear. And I, which I'm very excited about, but, um, any what's other our, last, well, oh, go on. No, I was going to say, what's our final verdict? What do we think? Yes or no? I think yes, but the tier below, I don't think it'll be the S tier. I think it'll be an a, I think it'll be an A tier kind of lasting round. It'll be above Bleach and Full Metal, but it'll be kind of below Naruto in there. I think I end up right in the middle, and I think I'm okay with that. I don't yeah. think it's going to be long enough to really stick up with any of those other shows, which is why some of those other shows are up there. They've had such a long time to become that god tier that My Hero Academia I just don't think will.
I would put it in the Yu Yu Hakusho tier is where I would put it. Which I don't know what if that's I don't know anything about Yu Yu Hakusho, so that that might not be the best comparison for me. But I'm sure a lot of the listeners that are a lot more <laughs> uh, knowledgeable than I am will do that. So yeah, it was good, and I'd love to hear. Obviously, everyone's listening. You always got to do the poll for comments. But if you guys disagree with us, you agree with us, if there's shows we didn't completely mention that fell off or even that are still there that we you think should have been mentioned in this podcast, let us know. We can always do a second to kind of touch on this or who knows, maybe if somehow we're doing this in five years from now, we can look back on ourselves and see how dumb we were. Um, so thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back next Saturday. Hope you guys all have a great week and we will talk then.